Hello and welcome to episode 182 of the Field of Geeks podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. I'm Bill. I'm Steve. I'm Megan. All right, that was good, guys. There was no mess up. <laughs> we forgot to do that. We always forget to do that. We know that. our names. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, we've come a long way. Come a long way. It's me. Um, yes, so, yeah, uh, we're recording on Sunday. The big, big game tonight. Uh, it's kind of funny. Last night, I was, um, we're going to do some tailgating food tonight. And I went to Fairway, get some chicken wings. And they're like, yeah, we're pretty much all out. And, of course, I was just being sarcastic. But I was like, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> he didn't catch uh, catch me in my tone or whatever. And he's like, oh, because it's Super Bowl tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah. How awkward. <laughs> that interaction must have been. Well, I had a mask on, too. So, probably couldn't oh. tell I had a smile. But. I kind of said it Did like, say, oh, oh, I wonder. Yeah, no, I know. I, I just said, oh, oh, I wonder why we're all out of wings. And he goes, oh, it's a Super Bowl tomorrow. And I just laughed. Oh, I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Tough the crowd. Super Bowl. What's that? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Getting all that stuff gathered tonight. I just look forward to the food and the commercials. I, I could really care less about the, the game. But I'll watch it, obviously. Uh, it's, it's a good okay. thing I'm not a big sports fan because I already have high blood pressure and I, I get really riled up when I'm watching something I kind of have a little interest in, you know, like last year I kind of kind of was happy for the Kansas City Chiefs to be in there, but I mean, it didn't ruin my day when they lost. So, um, yeah, what about you guys? Uh, plans tonight? Do you got anything going for this game or are you just long for the ride? I'm looking forward to the halftime show. Yeah, that should be pretty uh, good. Oh, yeah. Dr. Barry, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige. It's like putting a CD good from the 90s in. Yep. Well, you know, it's better than what they normally do, where they have like a have like like an Ariana Grande with like Steven Tyler or James Hetfield. Oh right, you know. <laughs> At least it's going to be entertaining. There won't be some little teeny bopper jumping up there and being like, "Hey, I can sing rock music too." <laughs> no, you weren't even born when that Nirvana shirt came out, so shut up. The fuck yeah, up. Steven Tyler just comes on stage like, "I got paid, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I can afford my dialysis. I don't give a shit. Who sings my songs? <laughs> oh, no. Come on, Hanson. I realize that uh, this is going to be the first time that kids, uh, younger kids, are going to see their parents break out their Jenko jeans and, <laughs> and one shirts and beepers and beanies and stuff like that. I wear that on like a that. daily basis, Mitch. What are you talking about? <laughs> you still... You still rocking the Jenko? I do have a pair of Jenko shorts that I still wear every summer because they are the most Gosh. comfortable shorts I've ever owned. <laughs> now wait a second, that's that's mind blowing. I didn't know that they made Jenkos. Or is it uh, is it vintage? Is it from the back in the day? <laughs> I, is it from is it from back in the day? Oh yeah, they're, they're are they vintage. are they uh, are they shorts? Uh, well, they're shorts that hang down almost to my ankles. So I guess I don't, <laughs> oh. I don't know. Oh, they're the Kevin Smith shorts. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> fucking huge, man. But That's awesome. My God, they're the most comfortable pair of shorts I've ever worn. Oh, I wholeheartedly believe you. you buy, That's impressive. You buy shorts now, and they're like practically Speedos. Right. Oh, thanks, man. They squeeze the I need a little room. I need a little room to man spread. <laughs> you know, it's, it's uh, funny you mention that, because there's nothing wrong with a little bit of breeze. You know? Yes. They are coming back, funnily enough, though. Like, you can still really? go on their website and buy the pants and stuff like that. They're just outrageously overpriced. 
Oh, well, they always but, were. I mean, they always were, yeah. That was the whole thing. My mom always got mad and said, oh, my God, I just, I'm looking right now, 225 bucks for a pair of Jankos. Damn. You got to realize, there's, Dry a clean lot only. Of fa- there's a lot of denim there. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're using <laughs> denim Dan rules here. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's the kilts of the 90s. There you go. <laughs> Bill Bottoms. I didn't. I didn't have a single pair of those jeans that weren't destroyed on the bottom from like dragging on the ground and yep. being constantly oh, wet. Were. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the denim, the dye in my denim jeans would like. I had white shoes. <laughs> no. Put a little blue on the top. I was like, no. Yeah. You sons of no, bitches. I wore, I wore mine with a pair of Chuck Taylors, and the Ooh. getting the denim dye off the white bottom of the checks was. Oh, oh bastards! What well, do you do? You think oh. the music will be? Um, you think they're going to go for like the uncensored, or are they going to? I it's probably just I bleep it. I guess have to keep it. They're going to have to keep it a little bit PG. I mean, that's, yeah, it, Pepsi's sponsoring it, so oh. uh, <laughs> they're they're not going to. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're going to be told like, "Don't cuss." There's kids watching, but <laughs> I doubt they're going to pay attention to that. Yeah. We're probably going to get, I mean, granted, live television is on a five-second delay anyway, so they can always bleep it out. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Just like the Janet Jackson thing. Yeah. Well, that no, was... We don't have to... Yeah, we don't have to worry about Justin Timberlake ripping anybody's bra off or anything. <laughs> we do have Mary J. Blige, so she could be wearing a very uh, tight uh, or skimpy outfit. She's, she's kind of... Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't see anybody fucking with her too bad, but... No. No, I can't either. It'll be Eminem. But... No, I'm kidding. Um, It'll be Eminem. <laughs> you come out <laughs> something you interesting. Know, surprisingly enough, he's a pretty tame guy. Yeah. So. Well, he's yep. off drugs now, so he's got to be. Well, yeah. I mean, that's why I stopped listening to Metallica because they sound like shit now. <laughs> well, and you know, Motley Crue is nothing without drugs. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Eh, I'm just saying, there's some bands that are better on. Yeah. I'm not saying do drugs. I'm just saying. That there it's are that better bands. Scene. It's that whole scene from Little Nicky. Ma'am, I knew your son, and believe me, he was better off on the drugs. <laughs> right? Oh, here's another band. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Remember when they got clean and then they produced four? How crappy was that album? Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah, for Shangri-La-Di-Da. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Bean Sober's great, but yeah. I had to yeah. get back on the stuff to make some music. So. Some bands need just to, to do drugs. <laughs> That's Mitch's quote I, for the show. <laughs> I agree whole, with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Next, next headline: like, Dare well, sues Mitch. I enjoyed, you know, like, uh, like James a lot Hatfield. better when they were locked up you know. half the time. Maybe that's yes. Before he got sober and became a complete nutter. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yes. Moving on. But yeah, there'll be commercials tonight. Uh, a lot of them, a lot of commercials we've seen, of course, already. Uh, teasers. Okay, so I hate. Okay, so I gotta say, why are they showing the commercials before they actually air? Because YouTube like has a ton of them, so I've been mm-hmm. staying away from YouTube. And. The only thing that I know is that Dr. Evil is going to be in one, so I'm really looking forward to that. But the rest I'm, like, trying to stay away from YouTube on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know don't why. I mean, it. it's just a short, you know, um, attention span. 
You know, people have to yeah. see it now, and then it's, yeah, it it has ruined the experience. Man. Yeah, nobody's gonna sit there for you know a that's true game just to watch commercials. Yeah. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, what about you, Megan? Steve, any commercials you're looking forward to? Do you like the commercials? Could care less. Um, I haven't seen anything yet, so it'll be a discussion topic for after the Super Bowl. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I haven't really seen anything either. I, you know, whatever. They'll be fun to watch. They usually are for the yeah. most part. And, and I do agree. It's time to reintroduce cocaine to musicians. <laughs> <laughs> it's not heroin, right? I think you guys are just listening to the wrong genre of music. Because, I mean, oh, some yeah. of my bands are still solid. <laughs> oh, okay, so do tell. Which bands? We can't uh... all be fans of BTS. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Our Backstreet Boys still going strong on the um, old cocaine trail. <laughs> right? They probably yeah. all were on cocaine, and that's how they, you know, were so boy bandish. I was going to say so sexified, but some of them were really pathetic. Aaron Carter looks like a mess. That. Seen Aaron Carter? Yeah, Aaron Man, Carter. holy yeah. shit. Carter, so. Wow. He's been accused of some sick shit, too, with his kid and. Well, his brother, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, cocaine. Yep. New slogans for the show. <laughs> Inspirations yep. for musicians across the world. Things better with Coke. <laughs> well, this is brief. <laughs> this oh, is... wait. They're sponsored by Pepsi. They can't say that. Oh, shit. No. Um, this is brief, but they did show um, the Obi-Wan series uh poster this uh past week and a lot of people are hoping maybe we'll get a teaser for that so i i'm hoping that'll be a nice surprise but yeah uh other than that i'm just gonna see what else they have uh, on there as usual so that's really all i care about but yeah look forward to it look forward to eating myself into uh depression because you know i feel like shit and uh it's all good it's all good so so that's how we do it in america i guess um chicken wings and just all kinds of tailgate food, so yeah. Oh yeah. Look forward to it. Hopefully, it'll be a good game and not uh, an easy win. Uh, Tom Brady isn't there. Damn. Thank so, God. Is he? He oh, is retired, right? He. Yeah. Well, yeah, after I think it was after though. I think it was a. He's gonna pull Michael well, Jordan. He'll come back. To he'll, his credit, he'll though, try baseball. He didn't, uh, to his credit, he didn't actually uh, pull the whole Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers thing where they were contemplating or trying to get to another uh, team to do something, you know. Yeah. I mean, at least he didn't do that. Right. Yeah. Well, his stance, aside from vaccines, like not getting into that, but, man, he looks like like he does not have money, man. He looks weird. Aaron Rodgers. Who, Rodgers? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What is going on well, there? <laughs> his well, eyes are was, bulging uh, out. He, Cocaine? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He was just dating Shailene Woodley. That'll do it. <laughs> God. Engaged or married? Are they married? They have a no, kid. No, she broke it off. She broke it oh. off. Said that he's too demanding. Whatever that means. Well, <laughs> of combing hair. What? To be fair, it's hard to compete with a guy who makes out with his son. So. <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know he. There's no winners here. So he could spend more time kissing his dad on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, just, rich you know, people. The thing is, right? I'm I'm glad that he's not in the Super Bowl because I 
I hate watching the dynamic of him. Like when he wins, oh yeah, he goes over, he hugs everybody, he's all happy. If he loses, he makes a beeline for the back and he breaks like, the shit. I'm out. He breaks a whatever it was, an Apple product um, on the sidelines at one game, right? Oh, yeah, yeah like snapped that. a freaking iPad <laughs> over his knee or something. I don't know. R.I.P. Gates. I or, I uh, give a shit less about Tom Brady. He's an asshole. I think he's a Terminator. I'm waiting for his flesh to get like cut a little bit, and it explains everything because like I'd pay to see his flesh get cut. That's a different <laughs> conversation. I'm I'm very interested to see what he actually does um, now that he's retired. Will he just uh, peacefully go off into the the netherworld, or will he actually? Um, we'll start in OnlyFans. He's gonna join the Lakers. <laughs> Good try basketball. Well, he become an announcer of some sort, like Romo did, you know. And he's he's probably, I mean, outside of talking about the tuck rule and and getting hit and how much that should be a penalty, um, he's probably got some some decent uh, analysis abilities. He might get ready know. the footballs yeah. for every game for people. I could see him being an analyst or something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, that'd be I fun. I think that would. You know, they'd be kind of stupid not to offer that to him. Just right. The amount of experience he has. Or I still won't watch it because I don't give a shit. Or you'll play Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat movie, right? Shut up, Josh. <laughs> don't even put that evil out Steve, there. Steve, does that excite you? Yes. <laughs> it does. Oh, baby. No, he wasn't listening. listening. Oh. You, don't, you didn't miss much. No. It's okay. Well, yeah, I think we've talked enough about super bowl everyone's tired so uh let's get into (laughs) gaming news take it away bill all right so um following up on a story we said on the last episode Dwayne the rock johnson's mysterious video game movie he's working on is reportedly call of duty okay not paperboy damn yeah um or rampage (laughs) two Not to be uh, confused with my so my question is movie, why Call of Booty <laughs> Call of Booty <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna get you sucker He's gonna play an anti-hero because um, he can't play a villain at all Yeah oh my God Yes So Hmm Call I mean Duty. he he did play the lead uh, like one of the lead roles not really the lead role but he did play in Doom which was entertaining but you know i mean nobody hired him for his acting ability of course and well that was like young like, he, yeah just starting pretty much right that was young Rock, yeah but yep. yeah um my question is like call of duty are pretty the call of duty games are pretty much like playable war films mm-hmm. so why the fuck do we need a call of so a war film movie? basically right <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, it, doesn't make much sense to me but whatever well, Maybe call it'll of, be entertaining call of duty goes all over the place right time uh, timeline yeah, wise like back in the day like, yeah yeah i mean they they go back and forth and then they hit some like kind of fantastical mm-hmm. notes in there too and have they explained anything whatever. about the plot like it, or no, is there a preference from everyone like you know if you're a fan of call of duty in this movie coming out like where should it be put like in the future is, or this is a lot of this um is speculative yeah. at this point like you know, Call of Duty is probably like the the main one he would do if he did any of them. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, but on a side note, he's in Fortnite, which who the hell isn't at this point? <laughs> I mean, they've got rappers in there, they've got superheroes. Yeah. 
fucking Martha Stewart. I don't know. They've got all kinds of people in Fortnite. Who gives a shit? Anyway. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Call of Duty, I like that. That's it. So Tom Holland uh, wants to star in a live-action Jack and Daxter movie, which would be a little weird. Um, I I don't... I played Jack and Daxter a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It's kind of one of those, like, run-and-gun type of movies, but we'll see. I mean, maybe he'll get... I'm sure he'll get all kinds of af- of uh, offers after uh, after Uncharted drops because that looks like it's going to be phenomenal. Looks great. Yeah, I hope I hope it's uh, I hope it. You know, uh, would you say the last Mortal Kombat movie was a uh, another good example of you know video game to movie transfer of, success? Of the fact that like somebody who's passionate about it can actually give a shit about the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that that's going to pave the way for a lot of stuff. Sure. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they can't, they've got nowhere to go, but up. Right. I mean, looking at the history of video game movies. So right. Really. Yeah. Tom Holland's great. Mm -hmm. Touches is going to be gold anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was in the movie, the impossible. Has anyone ever seen that? It was about the, that's one of my all time favorite. Oh my God. It's oh wow. It, that really pushes you. Yeah. He was only like 10 years old mm-hmm. in that, which granted, he still looks 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, that was just, my God, his acting ability in that was phenomenal. Well, just just experiencing what they went through, you know, the, the trauma and everything, yeah. and just looking at the, you know, the wounds they, oh my God, it was just, it was hard to watch sometimes, but I had no idea he was in that until, you know, basically, I didn't know really much about him until he was Spider-Man, and then I kind of went back and, oh, wow, he's in that, and man... I didn't know he was in that impossible movie, but yeah, he's a rising star. So yeah, I'm sure he could pull it off. I, I do recall him recently. I think he po- approached the Bond producers about doing a young Bond film and it tanked really. Mm-hmm. He tanked the uh, the pitch. <laughs> kind of yeah. glad, but unless it was going to be like James Bond Jr., which probably wouldn't work anyway. But yeah, they're pretty picky, but. Yeah. I know he's doing a Fred Astaire project, so I'm sure that'd be great. His dancing ability is fantastic, so he, he can I do it all. Say, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to be hurting for work. No, no. Soon. I think he just needs to like limit his projects to what yeah he can successfully do. I and I hope to you know we'll talk about Oscars soon here, but I, I hope I'm sure we'll see him um, someday nominated for something. He did a movie called so. Cherry. I don't know if anyone saw that one, but that was supposed to be yeah. kind of a more serious role for him. Um, but yeah, it was directed by the Russo brothers, I believe too. It, I didn't really make a lot of ground, but I'll catch it eventually, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, hopefully he can find success outside of the Marvel films. Right. Cause I think that's the biggest challenge, you know, I mean, Robert Downey had success before, but since leaving, not so much. So I think that's the, you know, you kind of get typecasted in a way and it's also hard to go from, you know, action packed, you know, that character to just like a regular person. It's all on the writing at that point to, you know, capture people's attention and stuff. So it's just like people who play Bond and all that. But yeah, good, good on Tom Holland. Um, let's see, moving on to other news here Rockstar Games confirmed that Grand Theft Auto 6 is currently in development. Um, About time. Reported, yeah, exactly. They've been milking GTA 5 for. A decade now right um it's still a long way from release looks like uh 2024 2025 but it's supposedly well underway 
Um, hopefully it does better than their uh, remaster of the original trilogy, which sucked. Oh, it did? Because um, I've seen that, and I yeah. was like, oh, I kind of want to get that, but not worth it? it no. Cash grab? Yeah. Not at all. It Damn. Was, it was a cash grab. It was done by a um, team that does mobile games, and it very much looks like it. Oh, it's just damn. dog shit. Yeah, um, that sucks. This will be the first GTA game without Dan Hauser. Um, he wrote Grand Theft Auto 2 through 5, Red Dead Redemption, Bully, Max Payne 3. Um, but his brother Sam still remains on the project, so he might give some pointers to his little brother. That's, yeah. Do we know uh, why Dan left the project? I'd probably just burn out from it. I mean, Shit, yeah. he's been doing a lot. He's been doing a lot of stuff for a lot of years. That's, so. uh, I mean, that's a big loss. I hope they, you know, I hope his brother can, you know, take up the reins pretty good. I mean, the Red Dead series, Jesus, those are, those are good. Well, and, and yeah, I think a lot of it too is like there's a lot of projects he's been wanting to do outside of GTA and Red Dead, and hasn't really gotten the time to do that. And hopefully, mm-hmm. this will get him a chance to branch out a little bit. Sure, sure. Um, so. We recently talked about uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Um, Sony has now bought Bungie as an independent subsidiary. Um, Bungie, of course, is known for the Halo games, Destiny, um, and they're working on a new IP. Um, So it's not going to be, obviously, in retaliation to Microsoft's acquisition. It's just (laughs) kind of been something that's been in the works for a while. Yeah, Um, They're going to remain multi-platform, though. Um, with the option to self-publish their titles. Um, And, you know, we talked about Activision Blizzard, the problems they've had. Um, Bungie's not without their own problems. Um, They kind of have dealt with some of the same boys club harassment kind of things. But uh, it's been acknowledged since 2011. Um, They've made a lot of steps to improve it, which is a lot more than we can say for Activision Blizzard. And uh, Sony won't have to pick up the, the, any of the lawyer bills, so that's good. Um, speaking of Sony, Maggie Robertson, the uh, actress that played Lady Domitresque in Resident Evil 8, has been, uh, has been awarded another Best Actor uh, award for the New York Game Awards. She's basically won everything she's been nominated for. Just a phenomenal voice actress, um, great personality. I'm a huge fan, so I just had to throw that in there. That's cool. Um, so that's kind of like the Oscars for the video games, is that right? Yeah. Nice. And, and there's, I mean, there's a lot of them out. There's a lot of game awards. I'm sure there, there so should be. There should be because those are uh, those are you know those should be recognized just like live action films. Sometimes, most of the time, really, the story is so much better than the the stuff we get now. It's um, yeah. But uh, it's also the the video game industry has for the large part been a boys club mm. when it comes to you know nominations and awards and stuff like that and uh yep. the fact that a, a female voice actress has been so successful is pretty cool to see that's great um moving on to some other big news that just recently dropped uh sega has officially ended its arcade center business um so i know you know here in the states we have a lot of sega classic arcade games like uh you know, Altered Beast, things like that. It's not really going to affect us here stateside. Um, so it mainly affects, like, the J- the Japanese arcade centers, which are pretty much, you know, gambling centers marketed for kids. Yeah. Um, so it's 
It's mainly like their claw machines, uh, slot oh, machines, cash upon, yeah. stuff like that. Hate those things. <laughs> um, so those will be taken over by another company. It doesn't really affect anybody here in the United States. They'll still be producing arcade machines for worldwide distribution, such as the arcade one-up machines and making games for the console. So nothing much has changed here stateside. So good. Um, I know when that dropped, everyone did the you know surprise Pikachu face, but. You know, it doesn't really affect a whole lot. Sure. So, well, that's good to know. That's all I've got for gaming news. So you said, um, so they'll be they'll be producing some more arcade one-up machines. Is that right? Well, it's they're they haven't like come out and said specifically they're making those, but that's what's kind of included in with their arcade machines worldwide. Okay. They're still going to be building cabinets for sale and mm. stuff like that. So that's going to include those ones, like those all-inclusive you know, compilation type releases. Sure. So, but they'll still be more than happy to whore themselves out to console <laughs> makers for their yeah. Sonic 56 and all that other stuff. So <laughs> great. So what's prompting X or uh, Microsoft and Sony to buy these cross platforms? Cause it seems like it's just all of a sudden happening and it almost seems like it's kind of backhanded in a way. Do you know yeah. why by chance? It does seem like that, but it's it's also something, I think with the advent of the internet, especially, like we're more aware of this stuff now, um, but it's something that they've done for years. It's, uh, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, nobody's really winning the console wars anymore. It's, it seems like console versus PC a lot of times, but uh I mean, you also have to realize, like, Microsoft, you know, they have Steam. Um, they have a lot of PC stuff as well, so they're trying to kind of build that up a little bit. I mean, a lot of times with these, like, smaller companies, you don't really see much impact. But, like, with big companies like this, like, okay, Microsoft now owns World of Warcraft and all that, and Sony now owns Halo. I mean, it seems like a big deal. It seems like they're constantly, you know, two kids fighting on the playground. But yeah, <laughs> um, I think what uh, what makes the difference between Sony and Microsoft is that Sony is not saying you can only make games for us and nobody else. And Microsoft yeah. has been very notorious about that when they when they acquire like Bethesda, when they acquire um, Activision Blizzard, they're very much like. You can only make this an Xbox ex- Xbox exclusive. Yeah. And if you sell it to anybody else, we're going to cut ties with you. So yeah, it kind of it does kind of seem like that from a certain standpoint that so that Sony is like, oh, you got them. Well, we're going to get this. Ha ha. What do you think of that? Um, I mean, it seems like the now it's it's not so much the console itself; it's the exclusivity of the game to the mm-hmm. console. So I you Fair know. All of a sudden, you're going to start seeing Halo appear on Sony games, and and then it's going to be the game creators being, uh, you know, who's going to win that that war. Yeah, I uh, I definitely see that, and I mean, there's don't get me wrong, there's problems on both sides of the coin. I mean, Sony's just as bad as Microsoft is in a lot of ways. Yeah, I'm not. I I platform mainly on Sony because you know. That's exclusively what I play is PlayStation. But um, I think in a lot of ways they try to 
they tr- they're very competitive as far as like console wars are concerned. Um, yeah. They're like, you know, oh, we have this, but and Sony, com- you know, Microsoft will say, well, Xbox only has Fallout and World of Warcraft and Overwatch and all this stuff. And then Sony will be like, well, you can come to PlayStation and play this, but you can also play it on Xbox if they decide they want to play it on Xbox. Like, I, I don't know. It's kind of... It's constantly like a no you kind of thing. Like, haha, yeah. this. The problem is that when I say nobody's winning the console wars, it's because, like, with the chip shortage and everything like that, mm-hmm. like, nobody can firmly say, like, PlayStation 5 has outsold Xbox Series X or the Nintendo right. Switch because nobody's producing consoles right now, which is the biggest problem. So it's like for the people that do have the consoles, it's like we want them to stay. Mm-hmm. with this console for the exclusivity and i don't know we'll we'll kind of see where it goes from here i think that it's a good move to leave them as an independent subsidiary um because we've seen a lot of sony involvement with their past exclusive games where they're like well it didn't sell that great so we're not going to continue that we're going to shelve that one and work on uncharted 56 or <laughs> whatever the hell we're going <laughs> to yeah. do, you know, and it's, it's really like, I could care really in the, the long, the long-term part of it here. I could care less about call of duty. I can care less about halo. I don't play any of them, but it is a big selling point for those companies. Because oh. obviously you have, you know, aside from the fact that they shell out the same game every single year, it's, you know, they have a lot of, like, pay-to-play, pay-to-win type of stuff, mm-hmm. like with loot boxes and things like that. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things. You, you never really know if they're doing this just to piss people off or if they're doing it because they genuinely want their console to do better. But I, I don't I don't see them, like, screwing over the fans by doing this. I just see them creating more of a constant back and forth. Like I, I firmly believe that like Microsoft's going to come out in a month and be like, Hey, we acquired this game studio. So fuck you, Sony. Yeah. (laughs) It's the Marvel DC of it all. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, I certainly see what you're saying. The, the chip uh, shortage is definitely creating this, uh, this different buying war. I think probably something that uh, we didn't have before. Yeah. We'll make them here. That's what we'll do. It'll be it'll be yeah. all better. <laughs> I, you know, we have to come up with some solution because this has been going on since 2020. Yeah, like end of 2020. You know, I mean, I it doesn't even it doesn't just affect the consoles. It's affecting cars. It's affecting mobile mm-hmm. devices. It's affecting computers. Like, we need to come up with some solution other than crossing our fingers and hoping it'll get better because it's, it's not. No. Spoiler alert. I don't know the validity of this statement, but um, I think some of it too, it's not a major part of it, but it's, it's, I think a part of it is, uh, and I've heard this from people, there are, you know, bots, and sometimes not even bots, but actual human beings that will go in and, you know, purchase maybe two, maybe three, Mm -hmm. um, maybe more depending on whether or not there's a limit on that site. Or they'll just go in multiple times, you know, because you can train a bot to do that. And they're purchasing these things and then selling them at a higher price. 
-hmm. And I think that that's becoming more of a thing than it was before because you're just kind of seeing it everywhere where if they can, they're going to go ahead and do that. So I really think there needs to be some stronger limitations on that. Absolutely. I I completely agree with that statement. Um, I think what would really – I think the the only thing that's going to resolve this is one, you know, Sony has like a email campaign where they they'll be like, "Hey, we randomly drew your name out of a hat. If you want a PS5, you can go to this link and buy one directly from Sony." But it's also I think they need to push push back like more physical copies of it being distributed to retailers. And then it's just a luck of the draw kind of thing. Like you happen to be walking through Walmart and they're stocking PS5, so you buy one. Mm-hmm. You know, rather, and then it's up to the retailers to be like, okay, we're going to limit it to one console per person. You know, and not yeah. to say that people won't be scummy and like go buy one at this Walmart, then go to another Walmart and buy one, then go to another Walmart and buy one. But I think that would really cut down on a lot of the scalping. Because I agree. I think I think sending it back to the physical retailers is a, an amazing idea. I don't know why we ever stopped doing that. Well, and I, I think a lot of that had to do with the pandemic too. Like you know, not wanting people to go out to you know physical stores and risk getting infection. So we're going to sell it on this website. But the the thing is the the bad thing about the like scalping is that like people are still buying it for the retail price. They're just selling it for a higher mm-hmm. price. Yep. And that additional profit goes into their pockets versus back into Sony's pockets or Microsoft's pockets or whatever. But yeah, I think really the only solution to that is to just, just make them a physical selling. Yeah. I, I think that's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that's, that's about the only way you're going to fix it. I will not pay more than retail price. Like I'll wait, no, I'll wait till no, I'll wait no. till six is coming out to get my five. If I have to like, I, I'm not, I'm not playing that game. So it's like, you guys yeah. can just, Hold on to your damn PS5s, and yeah, that that definitely has to be. And we're you know we're an online based ordering society kind of now, right? That's why a lot of the yeah. department stores have gone out of business, and which is really well, shitty. I think that's going to be something you know sorely missed someday, if not already. And you look at like since the pandemic, how big Amazon has gotten. Yeah, you know, just, oh yeah, just the online aspect of that like not having to go anywhere you know and just i don't know i i think there's something to be said for retailers actually physically stocking products mm-hmm. and i know that's been an issue too because i mean oh you go to walmart and the sh- the shelves are bare it doesn't matter what you're buying yeah i mean there's there's a distribution problem i mean that's a whole rabbit hole to get into but yeah, that's getting scary too. It's like, well, shit. Maybe we should just, I don't know, create more jobs here and uh, let's make some cereal. I was in the cereal aisle yesterday. I was going to make uh, rice krispie treats for tonight. They're all out oh, of rice krispie treats. Like, they're gone. And crispy just... rice. Like this is at yeah. Target though, so I found some elsewhere. But I was like, they don't have any rice krispies at all. Not even the off-brand stuff. Like this is just bizarre. But yeah, I mean, it's like that. Yeah, like the, with the consoles, I keep looking. I keep looking at the cases when I'm at Target or whatever, hoping to see a PS5, even though I can't afford one right now. But just to see one, I'm like, that's that's cool. It's like they don't. Yeah. What's funny about it's that? They don't even have a display copy. The display copy they have in like the cases at Walmart is yeah. cardboard. Oh god. So 
through an insight source that I have. Uh Um, More specific here, but we do see things in the surrounding areas. There are more things going up to bid right now that are warehouse base than anything else. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's just how big of a boom this is, if you want to put that into perspective. And it's happening everywhere. Yeah. So. Right. Not good. Just everyone out there have have the willpower not to get one right now, I guess, you know, unless you just, you know, want to pay more, but I don't want it that bad. So. And you know, it's great that I get those emails from Sony every now and then like, hey, we have some PS5s in stock. Do you want one? You know, that's great and everything like that, but they give you literally like three days to make a decision. It's like, I can't. I, I don't know about you guys, but like just the way the economy and everything else is right now, I don't have $800 just sitting in savings ready to buy a PS5. And if I did, I'd probably be spending up on something a lot more smart than a console. Right. You'd hope, right? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> Pay bills or yeah. buy a game system? I mean, we'll see. I don't know. I spent more than that on two tickets that were scalped to go to the we were a young concert in October, so impulse <laughs> <laughs> buy, right? Sometimes you just have to do it. Yeah, um, it priorities, man. I mean, adulting can take a break sometimes. Yes, yes. Right. Well, what's what even comes with the console? Does it come with the? Does it come with a game? Does it come with a controller? I've heard they don't really come with much, but I guess it depends, right? I I don't know specifically because I don't I don't know anybody that's actually been lucky enough to find one. Joey has one. We should uh, ask him. I can, I can tell you this. They have two different versions, um, and I believe that they come with uh, one. Well, I've heard I've heard different stories. So I know that there is a CD or a Blu-ray version where it has the disc drive, and there is one that does not have the disc drive. Um, as far as the the, um, well, no, I take that. So. Um, Yes, it does come with one controller, and you have to buy the other one, just like a normal PS. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Well, I mean, I just curious what the, the eight hundred includes, right? You know, you pay all that. Like, what do you get? <laughs> so I was just, yeah, well, wondering and, there. And this is this is the thing with like the Sony Direct thing they're doing is you can add peripherals to it. Mm, okay. You know, so that when I say eight hundred dollars, it's not just for the console. I mean, I would be adding like an an additional controller on there. And, sure. You know, other stuff that I'd want, but um, just with, and I don't know if they've improved this on PS five, but just with the PS four, I know if I only had one controller, I'd be constantly plugging that shit in to charge it mm-hmm. yeah. because it, you know, yeah. after an hour of gameplay, <laughs> yeah. you're like it's almost dead and right. it gets worse the longer you have it. So, and we co- have to have two as a back, you know, with one as a backup, I guess. Right. And we've probably covered this before about the PS5, but it does play, does it play PS3 games through five? I don't think it does. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was true or not. I know. So I know they're looking at backwards compatibility through like the PlayStation now, like the subscription service. Okay. That makes sense. Or like they have, they have like the digital media so you can go back and play like PS one, PS two, PS three games. Cool. Um, but that's, I think that's still a little ways off. They're not yeah. really motivated to add that for the 15 people that actually legitimately <laughs> have a console. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily so, I have all mine still, but yeah, but it would yeah. be nice not to have to get them all out and then just, you know, yeah. Cherry pick, like, okay, I'll go play this console now. 
So that's a lot to take in. Yeah, well, hopefully things get better. I know we shouldn't keep saying that, like Bill said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we create this shit on our own, like, you know, land here? And yeah, I don't know. I'm not trying to be whatever. I'm not running for anything, guys. So I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> kind of yeah. sucks we're dependent on all these other countries. Is like, let's let's just make this shit we're here. Gonna... What do we got to offer? Yeah. Corn? I, I can know. get into a whole political thing about I that. I know, and I'm not and trying to. It's just, it's irritating because it's like, if, if yeah. this keeps up, like, is there a plan? We we have to have a plan here, but yeah. not just for Rice Krispies, but for PS5. So that's it. And cars, sure. But don't give anybody any ideas. There's going to be a huge, like, black market for Rice Krispies. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I need oh. my Snap Crackle Pop. Damn it! I don't care if I have to pay fifty bucks for a box. What am I going to make treats out of? <laughs> what else goes with marshmallows? Yes, yes. I did buy some Chex Mix, so I'm going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just scratch the hell out of my mouth, but whatever. It tastes good. So, That's okay. All right. Well, yeah. Movie and TV news. So speaking of the Super Bowl, um, Jordan Peele's new horror movie, Nope, which I think is a great move, great title for a horror movie. Um, <laughs> going to drop its first trailer during the super bowl there was a teaser that i saw on tv um yesterday as a matter of fact during the olympics really but, uh daniel kaluuya uh kiki palmer and steven ewan are scheduled to star in it and if you ever wanted to see glenn with a cowboy hat this is your movie um, <laughs> but uh man jordan people jordan peele can do no wrong for his horror movies i loved his uh I loved Get Out. I loved uh, Us. So this is gonna. I I'm super hyped for this. I've seen I've seen Get Out. I have not seen the um, Us. Is that right? Us. Yeah. Almost said this is Us. That's not right. Um, no, it's totally. So totally so different. far, I, I fear. I I think I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure because he has established himself as a really funny guy, and he's he did that one movie. Uh, was it Keanu or with his cat or something? Yeah. Okay, that was good. Um, and of course, Key and Peele, that show was great. Other than that, uh, if he didn't have any of that, I would fear that he'd be the next M. Night. You know, he would set up a few of these twist movies because Us had a twist, right? You don't have to give it away, but that's where he's going yeah. for, right? So it's like, do you keep I mean, doing that? Um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, they his movies did have a twist to it, but it wasn't right. like, you know stupid like M. Night Shyamalan, but, you know. <laughs> his first twist were good, his first couple twists, but yeah, then they got to, you had you expected it, what a twist. and it's like, well, I just, I really gotta go crazy here, you know, but um, Yeah, but, I don't, I don't see him doing that, his, yeah. his works are pretty grounded. That's, that's good, you don't, yeah. You do, I mean, they do have a little bit of comic relief to them, but you don't get that bleed through. No. You know, like, it's not a skit yeah movie get out was crazy i mean that that whole idea is just like wow it's uh, mind-blowing and i still gotta see us and then is nope about aliens do we know much about the plot yet i don't okay i don't know much about the plot yet Um, i do like that though you see something scary nope nope (laughs) i think that's what he's going for i'm guessing that's (laughs) i look forward to that trailer that's that looks cool and i'm so happy Stephen Yen's getting a lot more work than just Walking Dead. Like you know, um, he was the voice of an Invincible, I believe the the main. Uh, yeah, and great. I mean, he's just a fantastic actor, and um, he was nominated for an Oscar last year. That's right for yeah. oh crap, it wasn't Parasite, yeah, it was, was it? Four, but 
No, it wasn't Parasite. It was something. Yeah, I hmm, can't remember, but um, I should know that. I would have been something, though. But yeah, that's awesome. I look forward to that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on, Channing Tatum has been whining like a little bitch. <laughs> um, At least so, he's honest, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's an honest little bitch. He, he needs to get off Twitter anyway. <laughs> um so he's been talking about a couple of canceled slash delayed movies. Yes. Um, one, the most the biggest one that jumped out to me was Gambit. Of course, mm-hmm. uh, he said that uh, losing out on Gambit caused him to boycott the MCU films, which made zero sense because Marvel had nothing to do with Gambit. That was all Fox. Yeah. Yeah. But he was like, oh, I couldn't watch him because, you know, I'm so disappointed I didn't get to play Gambit. Which I don't I, I never really saw him as Gambit. I've seen the artwork. I didn't either, and yeah. I didn't understand it, and they were really... I mean, you remember, really like, every interview? Oh, yeah, he can do the accent. He can do the accent, which means to me, in my head, no, he couldn't. Yeah. Not at all. I think exactly. I, I heard some of it. It wasn't bad, and his... There was artwork about... It wasn't, like, official artwork. It was, like, fan art, and it, I could see it, and he was growing his hair long and stuff, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a make or break. Uh, I think it... I don't think it would have been terrible, but... Um, you know, it wouldn't have been good. The only thing great that came out of this whole thing was when they had all the comic cons or one of the big comic cons, they had all the Marvel people up on stage with Stan Lee and Channing Tatum saved Stan Lee's life at that time. Well, I don't know for sure, but he about fell off the damn stage and Channing Tatum caught him. So I guess that's one thing we can give to, uh, him possibly playing Gambit, but, um, yeah. Yeah, well, what's everyone think about him with Gambit? Should he should it ever come to come to life, or just leave it alone? Uh, like have him stay away from it. What, what does everyone think? I know what Bill and Mitch think, but Steve and Megan stay away. Stay away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve should be a casting director. Channing Tatum just approaches him. Stay away. Move <laughs> along. Move along. Next. <laughs> Next. That'll be. <laughs> That'll be ten thousand dollars for my one second of, of wisdom. <laughs> did, did everyone like Gambit in Wolverine Origins? Uh, I forgot who God, played him. No. Okay, no. I um, it was terribly done. Yeah, I... somebody who grew up in the nineties reading the X Men comics and being a big fan of Gambit. Yeah, the cartoon for me. Yeah, I, I want that iconic look. I, I know it might seem ridiculous, you know, but that was the nineties, and yeah, it's just like, what the hell is this, man? Who's this guy? Yeah, he's he, he's also not nearly as old as Wolverine is. So, <laughs> oh yeah, fuck would you put him in the '60s and as like a young guy? Yeah, that that was just I, a I mess know. of a Whatever. film. Yeah, I I do I I can't wait for Gambit to get his due, and I I'm sure the MCU will introduce. I would if I was the MCU, I I would have it, and I would I'd introduce the X Men just like the cartoon with all the all those characters, you know. And then you can go back and bring bring past X-Men into the, into the team or whatever. But yeah, a gambit definitely has to appear and yeah, to get someone to play that, that's going to be a challenge, but I don't know. He's I such an iconic character. Yeah. Too, right. But like, why would you give that to somebody like Channing Tatum? <laughs> he has one mode and it's like, you know, squint and be whiny. I don't fucking know. He can like, dance. That's not gambit. To me. He can yeah, dance. he can take a shirt off and like show. Like, man what if they offer him the stunt double job for Gambit? <laughs> here, take, stand here. Uh, when that explodes, duck. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of stupid ideas for movies, um, there was also a planned jump, 21 Jump Street and Men in Black crossover. <sighs> no. Um, that Channing Tatum <clears throat> says could still happen, but Sony isn't motivated. <clears throat> Maybe because they realized what a dog shit idea that is. Well, they they tried another dog shit idea that was it might be four or whatever that was called uh, had well, Chris and, Hemsworth and um, Tessa and Thompson. And that's what I was wondering if if it was if it wasn't going to be a crossover with like Chris Hemsworth and uh, yeah whatever her name is that escapes me at the moment. I like the first it might be film. I second one not so much. Third one was kind of a return. The high highlight point was um, James uh, or. Um, Josh Brolin playing young Tom Lee Jones. I, I could see a whole movie of him doing that. But yeah, the, I will say first Ant Men in Black really captured the whole what they were going for. I think it was based off a comic, maybe. Steve might know. Became an animated series, which was fantastic. They really got into the character development. But yeah, this this crossover is crazy. Because, you know, 21 Jump Street was based off a serious cop show, even though it was kind of a ridiculous idea of these, you know, men in their twenties posing as high schoolers and stuff and but, you know, I, I did kind of, I liked the first 21 Jump Street. The second one was, it was good, but it just kind of got over the top, like poking fun at the, I don't know, it just became something else. And that's what it would be like if it crossed over with MIB. You know, there'd be like dick jokes and aliens and shit. Yeah. And it's just not, they're not even the same like tone, really. You know, it's just. No. I, uh, yeah. I'm excited for the James Bond uh, Care Bears crossover. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, my God. Who's playing James Bond, Steve? Uh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> no. Is he going to try a British accent? No, no, no. Uh, oh, no, Morgan governor. He's going to voice Carol Ott Bear or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I care for you. I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah, well, my kids will like it. I will bathe you in my rainbows. <laughs> That's a way for me to introduce James Bond to my kids. It's like, yeah, Care Bears. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That'll be a. Stop, or Tom Holland, maybe. I mean, that was the idea he had. I don't know. <laughs> no. All right. Yeah. Um, speaking of Tom Holland again. Nice segue. Uh, he, wants, he wants Amazing Spider-Man 3 to happen. I do, um, too. He was very impressed by Andrew Garfield's performance in No Way Home. Um, he felt that he really made amends with the character and kind of won back the general public, which I 110% agree with. Yes. Um, Garfield's still open to reprising the role. Who knows? We might see him in a future Sony project or something like that. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I love Garfield. I, I, I'm glad I he did. came back. Yeah. All I day. definitely would love to see an Amazing Spider-Man 3. He got screwed, man. Yeah. Yep. Before I saw No Way Home, I never would have said that. I know. You didn't like him. And I was like, oh, I kind of liked him more than... I, I really liked him. I, I really wanted him to get a third film, and Sony he, panicked. You know, he totally redeemed that. Yeah. Uh iteration of spider-man for me just in a look too i mean i already I already oh, was yeah. sold but that look when he you know i'm not i don't want to give it away but you know you know what i'm talking about like holy shit like i think that one yeah, that, that was... probably won you over right bill or any, oh, yeah. any doubters like it's, I, he's you good know what? yeah and and since i've seen no way home i went back and watched amazing spider-man one and two yeah i'm just like man you know what a, a studio or a director that like actually gave a shit about the character would do for this guy mm -hmm. like 
I don't know. I think that's what a lot of it was, was the writing and a lot of the studio involvement and stuff like that that kind of put me off on it. But I dug some of the decisions they did, you know, and, and the yeah, big, the mean, big eye was... costume in the second one. The rhino thing was interesting. It was like an Iron Man type of thing. Obviously, they didn't do much with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you, you can take take the goods, right, and uh, <laughs> lead with that. But I think uh, the big rumor mill is about Emma Stone because she's, you know, she's big still talking about her coming back as spider gwen you know that would be amazing i think would <laughs> literally amazing um that would be too. i don't know if it's like her own movies but she was so great as gwen stacy and that really brought her into the forefront to play more parts because she was kind of like the comedic background will, and stuff and so i will yeah. say that she did a lot better job as gwen stacy than bryce dallas howard oh yeah 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 that was so one-dimensional so. that that whole spider-man 3 was just a mess but yeah, you, you just kind of forgive all the mistakes when they all reunited on screen. You know, I, I could well, accept I could accept them all, and yeah, for I the goods and bads. Too, like yeah. a, a lesson I kind of learned with this is that like you can't really blame the actor for what the studio did. No, you know, nope. So I mean, not at all. It, it is what it is. I'd yeah. love to see a three happen, but we'll see. Um, another Spider-Man villain getting their own spinoff story is Madam Web. Um, reportedly being played by Dakota Johnson. Not bad, I think. I I can kind of see it. Uh, news broke on her Instagram account. Um, being being worked on by the same writers behind Morbius. Okay. Um, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I It's coming April 1st. Right. We'll see if maybe that's just... Or is it? Yeah. Or yeah. is it? Nothing can, yeah, nothing can uh, officially be April 1st. Joke from Sony. Right. You know? Aha, yeah. Um and there was some uh there was some Twitter frustration and by Twitter frustration I mean like oh, one or two Jesus people Christ. that were like, Oh, she's not being played by a blind actor. Like, really? Pick your hill to die on. Take that last know. word. It's called acting. Charlie <laughs> Cox wasn't blind. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, yeah. If yeah. there's if there's a well known uh blind actor, go for it. But I mean, this uh, is getting stupid you know it's like it's we're dissecting up, yeah. everything it's it's fucking acting Every, it's social media culture everybody needs something to be offended by or right day is just ruined no yeah this is just fucking stupid stupid well it's like okay so for gangsters do you actually want real life and actually real life gangsters have played gangsters but yeah. you actually want someone who's Break killed people, people and went to jail and got out and all this shit like do you really want yeah, that? Break like, them out of jail get them a, get them a work release <laughs> you know but real criminals. Star kills director. Yeah, right. Uh, it's just getting dumb. I, I don't have any right. problem. She, I think she's a great actress, I, and you know she was from yeah. the Social Network. Everyone, I think, seen that. Um, that was like her first film, I think. But I don't know too much about Madam Web. Do you? Can you guys fill us in? You and Steve, or whoever knows. She, um, I don't. I think she's more. So she's kind of been like a. She's kind of like a. A Yoda character to Spider-Man. Oh, okay. I guess if you wanted to compare it to anything, um, she's had more involvement with like the Spider Women characters than she has with Spider-Man. Oh, as far as okay. I know in the comics, I only um, know of Spider Gwen, or I guess there is a Spider Woman in there. Yeah, like the the Spider Women characters have been more like mystical based, and I mm -hmm. think that's what okay. Madame Web does hmm. she's All kind right. of like a mystical spider totem or something like that i don't really know a whole hell of a lot i don't either that. i i honestly i'm still finding out more about 
these other spider spider people like spider pig like which is ridiculous but it kind of worked for that one movie hey, but <laughs> it, you know what the uh the comic book of that though doesn't take itself too seriously i mean right. there's a lot of stuff in there that's just, just goofy beyond ridiculous but it's made like, for kids play it off straight you know right. yeah um but we'll see i'm glad yeah. they're kind of i kind of like sony's take where they're doing these spin-offs of like mm-hmm. you know minor characters so to speak right from spider-man and kind of giving them a place yeah. not to say that venom by any means was a minor character but like right I, it, you know, it, I think it's kind of cool to see what they're what they're right. willing to work with. It is a big gamble yeah. because you wonder if Venom would have even got his own movie if he hadn't appeared at all, like in Spider-Man Three. You know, like would he have just gotten his own movie, well, like this Madam Web possibly will? Like it just seems very, you know, it almost seems like you should introduce those into, um, like all those characters in the movie, like very short, and then if people have enough interest, go for a movie or something like that. Well, and yeah, and I think there's. I think they're going to expand on that. Like Sony and Marvel both are going to expand mm-hmm. on that with Spider-Man and possibly with like Dr. Strange and stuff like that. But it's very confusing though. It's like, they're both kind of doing their universe. So it's like, are they going to merge or, I mean, they can't really merge cause they're different studios. So I don't, I don't know. know. It's a mess. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I've said this. Well, I've said this before. And of course, you know, with Andrew Garfield wanting to reply, reprise the role, um, the background poster in the Morbius trailer of, you know, Spider-Man with the word murderer spray painted over him. Yeah. That's Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. So. Right. We'll see. I don't know. That's just, and that's cool. Thing. That's a way to bring his character. That could be uh, in a way a third one or kind of like, all right, do people really want a third one? This is the next test here. Yeah. 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 Very I mean, interesting. It'd, it'd be cool to see him pop up yeah. every now and then and then kind of feel it out from there yeah but, uh, i'm excited for morbius I, I i it looks great they keep pushing it out i don't know why um i hope they're not butchering it you know a lot of too many cooks in the kitchen thing happening but rumor is they want to put garfield in there i have no freaking idea but just speculation we'll i hope it's good i hope jared leto i will say uh, i saw him in house of gucci like he is a great actor i i really think that his methods yes are kind of out there and annoying like i can't imagine working with him if it would be a good experience or not um but yeah i think morbius looks looks great and yeah so uh going into our next topic here um warner brothers is being sued by village road show for putting matrix resurrections on hbo max uh this is reported Earlier in the week, I believe, by Variety. Um, Whoa. They feel that Warner Brothers sabotaged the theatrical release by not consulting Village Roadshow about the decision to put it on HBO Max. I haven't seen the movie, so I'll, I'll let I've seen it. have take it away. Uh, um, do you think that it... Um, Brandon, I have my own thought on simultaneous releases yeah. for both the theater and... Mm-hmm streaming i think like there should be a gap there i do too they should wait until it's out of theaters to put it on streaming but it's nice but i don't want the theaters to suffer because of it you know i i I want them to have a chance to make the money first and if i really want to go i'll go see it you know and actually matrix resurrections i didn't even know was on hbo max i did go see it in the theater um so yeah and then i got home and i was like oh it's on hbo max okay i'm still glad i saw it in the theater um but yeah, I don't like. Yeah, I I believe it's sabotage, just like Black Widow. Like, yeah, that totally screwed things up. I mean, why why would you do that? People want to, 
people can get it for free and not leave their house, like, yeah, they're going to take that road unless they're like, they really love to see things on the big screen and the whole experience, which I do, but also I, it's hard to get away too. So I would think like, you know, with a, a movie that's potentially as big as another matrix movie, you'd want it to be exclusively mm-hmm. in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I thought they were doing away with that. Has anyone here seen Resurrections? I know Steve wanted to. Anybody? Yeah, I saw it. You did? Um, yeah. I'm kind of glad I saw it on uh, HBO. Oh, yeah? I. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, no no I mean, spoilers, Steve. Have you seen it? I don't want to give any... Just in no, case, Mitch, you were going to. so bad, but I've heard so many mixed things. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's yeah. Uh, it, it feels like a, a soft reboot of the same thing that you saw the first time, mm-hmm. but just with some different uh, different storylines. It, it doesn't uh, really hold my attention very well um, when it comes to that movie. It just, I don't know, there was something really seriously lacking, and it wasn't the, the characters, and they made it feel um, like there's just going to be more, so I don't know. We'll see. I I think so far there's not just because of how much it made. I, I think it's a nice if it's if it's the last one. I think it's pretty nice bookend. I think I enjoyed it more than the last Matrix films. Um, but it does definitely go back to those films. It goes back to the first one a lot uh, in many ways. You'll you'll even see it. Uh, do you think that? Uh, do you think that maybe like the early critic reactions to it? Because I know, like it, at first, it wasn't received very, mm-hmm. yeah. very well. Do you think that that played a part in it being? No, no, I don't think so. If, I mean, yeah, if you, it depends watch, on if you go by critics, you know, in the in the yeah. big tomato. Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I yeah, I, I've made my own comments on like right. I don't really give a shit about the tomato meter or whatever. But yeah, do you think that that like might have? influenced warner brothers decision like oh nobody seems to like it so we're just gonna put it out there on hbo max well if you pay for a subscription to hbo max you get the movie and you get all this other stuff so you got that so even if the movie sucks you still got other great stuff to watch uh the theater you risk going out paying the money for the ticket not being able to see it many times just one time all that so i could see well and even you know I mean, theaters don't thrive off of ticket sales alone. No, they concessions make and stuff. The yeah. majority of their money on concessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know I if think... it. I don't know if it would have caught fire. You know, like if it was just in the theaters. Honestly, I don't know. Um, very mixed reactions I had with the film. I didn't hate it, but I don't know. Some of me is like, is this written really great, or is it just shitty? You know what I mean? Like, is there a bigger idea behind this, or is it really just? What it kind of presents to me, you know, it's very. By no means yeah. is it a bad movie. It no, just, it it just. Um, it's a big rehash, it, kind of. Yeah. It should have been a release like what they did, and not in the movie theaters, because that would have been like, oh my god, I just spent twenty bucks on tickets and then <laughs> Max, thirty no. on food. Yeah. When I could have easily sat in my, in my home, grilled mm-hmm. a nice ribeye, and enjoyed a halfway okay movie. Right. Well, the visuals, though, um, I, I, you know, I'm still not streaming's streaming's great, but yeah, like you said, like or like anyone said before, you know, if you're if you're um, your internet, just call it your internet. If it's not that great, um, you know, it's it's going to suffer, and so 
a movie like The Matrix has got big ideas in it and big visuals. So in the theater, it's the best. But yeah, if you don't really care about that or, you know, like you just don't have time to go to the theater, I totally get people just going on HBO Max. But if there was a gap, I think HBO Max would still probably get the subs they want. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it would have been, you know, I, I can't even recall how much it made, but it was not what they wanted. So, but I, yeah, I, I think that sabotages a movie for sure. You know, if you have that choice and the critics, of course, but I look forward to Steve watching it. Maybe once we all see, we can talk about it on a different show, the resurrections, but, um, yeah, uh, still got mixed, <laughs> mixed feelings about it. You know, um, is writing that good or is it that simple? You know, I, I can't tell. There was a lot of, you know, um, kind of vague things there, you know, uh, about about the project itself versus, um, you know, the outside world. It, it doesn't make sense what I'm saying. I get it. But it's just just see the film and we'll talk. But yeah, that's all I got to say about that. All right. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. We see the. I, I've seen it all. Anybody else? I've seen all but the last episode. Okay. Well, we'll do non-spoilers pretty much. Started. Okay. Well, just overall non-spoilers, I guess, what people feel. Does that sound good, Every, everyone? Yeah. Cool. Um, yep. They all die. Sorry. <laughs> Darth Vader comes back. No, just Again? Um, <laughs> <laughs> leading into... Uh, you know, Obi-Wan. No, I'm just kidding. I just um, look forward to, you know, if you've seen the last episode, um, Jar Jar Binks show, I'm so excited about. Aren't you, Bill? Oh, stop it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Misa back! Misa back. Misa got you Who was that? That was my Jar Jar. Sorry. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> okay, dokie! Um, that's more of like uh, say, Elmo. Yeah, I, don't know. I will say I enjoyed it a lot more than some diehard Star Wars fans seem to. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, it's not that great. Yeah. What do you do to the character? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's things I, I I don't know. Over, overall, I'd say I enjoyed it. Yeah. A terrible show. It wasn't like, for me, it wasn't like Hawkeye where I was just like, oh, just get on with it already. Mm-hmm. It all was, yeah. you know, I was I was invested in the story mm-hmm. the entire time, but all these shows um, have hits hits and misses to me. You know, none of them have really been solid in to me anyway. Maybe Mandalorian season two was pretty solid, but there's you know there's filler episodes and so on, and you know episodes that don't make sense kind of, but are cool. You know, I don't want to give too much away with Book of Boba uh, Fett, but it does take a little turn for a little if I bit. Had to describe it as <laughs> anything, it'd be probably. Um, I don't know. I'd say it's it's more like Mandalorian season two point five. Yes, sadly, yeah, a standalone thing. Yeah. But that doesn't. I don't think that really takes away from it, though. So I mean, I'm not going to spoil no. anything on it. But uh, there was actually um, a Oops, YouTuber sorry. actually got a job for this show. Nice, super cool. Um, so there was a. Uh, a YouTuber that does a lot of deep fake stuff where he like basically puts somebody's face on, you know, somebody else's body mm. kind of thing. And the way he got this job was he um, took the final scene from Mandalorian season two, where they had Luke Skywalker showed up 
and he actually improved it so it looked more like Mark Hamill. And people that run the show saw it and they're like, hey, you want a job? So he he came on as a senior facial capture artist. Wow. So that well, cool. that that okay, that explains a lot because I was impressed. Yeah. I was it still saw some issues, but not as much as that. La- oh God, that ruined it. I'm sorry. I I I the knew whole, who uh, it was before they Mark put. Campbell. Yes, the season two finale, and I I hope I'm not yeah. giving away to everybody, but. Loved everything until he took the hood up, and I'm like, "You lost me. I'm sorry. Like, I'll still, I'm still going with it, but you really took me out of it." <laughs> and <laughs> you know? uh, he does the so the YouTuber's um, name is Shamuk. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not, but um, he does a lot of stuff on his channel. If you go and take a look at it, um, he redid the like retweaked the scenes from Rogue One. Oh, Peter Cushing and yes. uh, Carrie Fisher. Good. And they look a oh, wow. hundred times better. He's done a bunch of other stuff where he puts like Sebastian Stan's face on Luke Skywalker's face from like Return of the Jedi. Yep. I mean, it's he does a phenomenal job. I really hope they keep utilizing him if this is going to be a new like Star Wars trope where they, you know, yes, because take yeah, a past character and like just recast a actor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just recast. I mean, that's. Ultimately, I think if you're going to get Sebastian Stan, which he, he I think he wants to do the job. Like if you're going to do a Luke series, let's say this is this other stuff is cool and and all. But there kind of is in the performance. There is kind of some kind of uh, fakeness there. You know, what I mean, doesn't like, for instance, his last voice. uh, uh, If Luke Skywalker was in this season, (laughs) Um, his voice was great, but. it was computerized, actually. They say it was actually computerized. Yeah. So they they used uh, forget the name of the program they used, but uh, yeah, it's basically where they like take samples of somebody's voice. Yeah, and then you can just like type into a computer what you want them to say, and it uh, throws it out there. I but, will uh, train you, Goku. Yes, I will. Yeah, like that. So you oh. should have done that to uh, Stephen Hawking. Yes. <laughs> may the force be with you actually Steve can do a good one I don't think his uh, his CPU could process the <laughs> Windows 10 update that's what caused his death but... oh god jeez <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's a dark joke uh, his um... words were fuck <laughs> F- fucking Windows 98 <laughs> R.I.P. you're with us still huh. Yes, but anyway, yeah, it did feel kind of like okay, it fake. Joke, it felt like, yeah, it felt fake. It, it did feel fake. Even though it was cool, it felt fake. So, yeah, uh, just get a fucking actor. I'm sorry. It, we already recasted Han Solo, even though that movie, a lot of people didn't like that mm-hmm. film. I'm I'm okay with that guy coming back. I think, you know, it's just the direction. I don't know. I don't know. Or recast him, whatever. But They missed the mark on Solo so bad. Like, they didn't oh even try God. to find a guy that looked like Harrison Ford. They just were like, all right. This will do. They picked some extra who was off I getting s- coffee for yeah. Roland Emmerich. I still want to like, see. Hey, I still want to see um, the other cut of Solo. Like it wasn't really that oh, bad. Twenty one Jump Street cut. Well, <laughs> I mean, they claimed a lot of ridiculousness. Like, well, these directors were from the Lego Movie, I think, and I don't know if it was just like someone joking or. They're like talking out of their butts or something. Like, was it really that fucking goofy? Like, 
it must have been bad, I guess, but was it? Well, it, they said that they, they had a script and that they let them just ad lib a lot. And it got to the point where they weren't making any progress on the actual movie. They were yeah. just ad libbing every day. Oh, and okay. so there was delays galore and it yeah. was just horrible. So Ghostbusters 2016, pretty much, that's what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except a lot of maybe more jokes. funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, some people th- still think like we'll never see that cut. Probably, maybe when we're in our eighties, you know, um, it'd be like the Snyder cut. Uh, I don't know. Was it better? I-, I still like Solo, but yeah, it was. It definitely suffered from all this back behind the scenes stuff. But, but yeah, going. You know, getting back to yeah, if they're gonna bring people back, uh, you know, if it's like a short short scene, I guess the CG's fine, right? And that's great. But I think over time, it's like, we're not going to buy this shit unless it's actually an actor doing the work. You know, someday I think yeah. the, someday the fakes will get there, the computers and shit, which will be really scary. People have thought about that, you know, like do they have to get permission from their estates and all this jazz and whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Boba Fett, um, I, I think it could have been better. People bitched about him taking his helmet off a lot. I, you know, if this was a prequel, I would, I would really, uh, you know, understand people bitching, but he kind of changed after Jedi. So that's how you can explain it. Yes. I don't like him taking his helmet off either. I like the, the mystic quality, especially if you're trying to run a town and maybe put a little fear in people, like taking your helmet off all the time and revealing that you're just this human dude, you know, I definitely like the new ride for, uh, the Mandalorian. I think that's really, that was a nice callback. And it was, you know, we, we didn't really get to see, uh, that, um, was it a Starfighter? Is that what they called it? I can't remember. Uh, Episode one. One Starfighter. You never got to see much of those. And I was hoping those were going to be the X wings of the prequels, you know, but you just, no, you just didn't really see them again after the first film. So it was nice treat to see this souped up. And, I love the flying scenes with is pretty much everything in the show, even with Slave One or what Fire Spitter, what do they call it now? Fire Spray. Fire yeah. Spray. Which is actually the I'm gonna sound like a huge nerd by saying this. It's actually the technical name for the ship. <laughs> Where did Slave One uh, come from then? What's that? Who came up with Slave One then? What was that? I have no freaking clue. Okay. That's, you know, to my knowledge it's never even been like actually said in the movies. Right. Not much like has been said play, about Boba Fett, really. Gotta get to Slave 1, but yeah. <laughs> they had to change it to be more woke, I guess. Right. Like Slave Leia is called something else now, too, I think. I'm not sure. Fire Spray Leia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds God. like a porn name. Like, like, <laughs> hey, one, like a, a, a dominatrix porn name. <laughs> I'd watch that. No, I'm just kidding. That's um, an ad. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> Are you spraying fire? Check out the all new Ben Gay. I don't know. Jesus, force. Justice spread. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, moving on. Yes. (laughs) Uh, um, The Oscars. Yes, the Oscars. What what do we think about the nominations? Uh, You know, every year I kind of get. I love the Oscars growing up. I still, I still love them. They're still the only show, award show I'll watch. Um, I'm excited, but yeah, I see a lot of kind of favorites in there and yeah you could say it's always been that way but it just seems more 
than ever. Like snubs. There's a lot of snubs that I think. Um, Lady Gaga. Yeah, I've seen that film. I think. Uh, have you seen that film too, Megan? Uh, House of Gucci. House of Gucci. Yes. Not yet. Okay, she was. Yeah, I thought she was good. A lot of people give her shit about her Italian accent. I don't give a shit. It sounded great to me. I'm not Italian, so um, <laughs> that's my bold stance. Do on we it. think though? And not to start conspiracy theories here on our own show, and maybe there's an article Ooh, on it, and I yes. think Hollywood Reporter touched on it, but yeah. do we think that Lady Gaga got snubbed by Kristen Stewart because it was a Diana film? Do we mm. think that? They both played maybe. real people, though, but yeah, Diana was because more, yeah. I mean, she was... A lot can be said about how she portrayed That's that character. That's true. Yeah, well... Diana was a lot better, though. I'm just going to come out and say it. The it movie? A lot better. The, the Spencer Claw film? The Stewart version. I just watched that the other night. Yeah. Pretty really impressed? Good. Yeah. I did, was impressed. Did you yeah. like the film, Megan? You you liked her performance, right? Well, in some spots, but not the film. Is that right? Um, I Because I've seen so many Kristen Stewart films, and I just know her acting style, I liked it as a whole, but there were moments where she really was Kristen Stewart. Like, there were some... There were some neck movements and some body movements that were supposed to like be Diana movements, but really felt more like Kristen Stewart's signature style movements. Did she jump out of a tree to fly or anything like that? No. Okay. No. None of that. Okay. Good. Uh, good. No. <laughs> see, that's what I was wondering about. I haven't seen it yet. I really. I want to see it just for a performance. I definitely want to see it. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't take away from the film. At okay. All. Oh, okay. But okay. That's. If you just know her style in there. And, and I caught it because that's the type of stuff that I watch for. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't take away from the film. I'm just like, ooh, that's a Kristen Stewart thing. And I think I told Josh it was like a total of maybe three times that I saw it very right. quick. Probably even pick up on it if mm -hmm. you weren't like analyzing it in that way. Right. But right. yeah, her, her accent and everything is great, isn't it? Like for the most part. Yeah. I mean, from what I saw oh, yeah. in the trailer. Like, yeah. yeah shockingly good right like is this her like it doesn't even oh, look yeah. like her entirely i mean they did a pretty good job i thought from what i've seen just in the trailers but i think they're talking about uh jessica chastain maybe taking the spot from gaga um but i, I could see Stewart as well i have seen the eyes of tammy faye that is on hbo max if anyone wants to go check that out before oscars um i will say her performance was great um there was times where it was really um the prosthetics looked a little too heavy to to take, you know, as a, the real thing. But other than that, like, great, great performance. Um, you know, I, I really didn't... This movie really um, caught my attention when the trailers came out. And I, I never thought I would give a shit about Tammy Faye, you know? Because to me, they were just crooks and her and Jim Baker. So it's about their their life and all that, but mostly it's based off her book, the the name, same name. She did a great job. Andrew Garfield plays Jim Baker in that film. Great, uh, great cast for the most part. And the film's pretty solid, I think. But yeah, she, she really did great. Uh, aside from the prosthetics kind of getting too much um, uh, throughout the film, but yeah, captured her voice well. Uh, looks, I mean, everything looked look great, and she, I think she definitely deserved that nomination. It, it is tough when there are so many, but hell, they've nominated so many Best Pictures before, you know? It's like, I don't know why they don't do that for, and maybe they have um, the actors, too. You know, it's like, if you're limited, why don't we just increase it a little bit? But I did not see all these performances, so um, I know... Uh, they always say, too, like, when they're talking to the actresses on the red carpet, like, oh, it's just an honor to be nominated. Like, 
I don't know. I know you can't nominate everybody just for sake of time and sake of yeah, you know, not wanting it to be like a participation mm-hmm. trophy. But I, I think like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm a little torn on that. Like yeah, I totally get that part, but yeah, I, I think it would. I mean, it wouldn't be amazing to be nominated out of all the films that come out every year. I think that's it does kind of help you in the industry, especially when they introduce you in films. You know. Um, in the credits, or not in the credits, but like the previews and all that stuff. But, um, you Olivia, know who I'm happy to see back. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Dunst, who we have not, you know, seen for a while. Yes. In, in terms of nominations, I know she's been in a couple of indie films. Um, she's had more of a quiet career since her childhood. But, um, yep. that and Will Smith, I'm happy to see him back on there. And I'm happy. I think that, um, King Richard, although I didn't see it, I, I want to see it. And I think that was a really good role for him. Um, Excellent film. Yeah. I really hope he takes it because I just feel like anything Will Smith is in, he just, well, I shouldn't say anything because there's been some duds. But, um, yes. I'm really happy for him to see him back on that list. And I still haven't seen that. And I think that was on HBO Max for a while. I'm not sure if it's back. But Steve, you you believe in the nomination for him? Yeah, absolutely. I um, I think I told the story of what I thought King Richard was before I went to see it. But um, <laughs> oh, well, no, no, I didn't hear it. What is it? Okay, so um, my wife wanted me to go see this movie with her parents and – it was called King Richard, and I know my wife is a big fan of like the royal families <laughs> and all this stuff, and so I thought it was just some fucking period piece <laughs> starring Kenneth Branagh. to watch, right? And, and we get we get all the way to the movie theater, and we sit down, and all of a sudden, you know, there's Will Smith. I'm like, what? is fucking happening right now you know and he was driving around in a van and it's just you know it was just this weird and then it hit me you know what i was watching yeah (laughs) and so uh so going into it very blind was awesome because the movie it just blew me away i think any sports fan you don't have to like tennis but any sports fan i think needs to see this movie and um even if you're not a sports fan it transcends that from a like a you know motivational like rags sure. to riches type situation, it was really good. This is a third nomination, I believe, too. He had one for Ali and then um, Pursuit of Happiness. So this is third nomination. But yeah, it's an intense category. You got Denzel Washington. I didn't see Tragedy of Macbeth. It looks really good. I want to see that. Um, I think he's won supporting actor and actor um, for Glory and Training Day. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Javier Bardem. I haven't seen Being the Ricardos. Has anyone seen that? Uh, it's about, you know, Desi and Lucy, Lucille Ball. They're, it's like a week in their life or something. I, it's on Amazon Prime. People want to see that. That's on my list. I've got so many damn things on my list to watch here. Uh, Andrew Garfield. That's awesome. He was nominated. I think that was great. Uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. Have not seen. It's on Netflix. Uh, that's the, he plays uh, Jonathan Larson, who created Rent, the big musical. That, you know, was very popular in the 90s. So, uh, Andrew Garfield's great. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he would have... He was nominated for Jim Baker as well. But, uh, yeah. This is this is really good. I'm really happy to see him there. I, it might be his first nomination. I'm not quite sure. The funny thing is about Kristen's, um, Kristen Dunst is that her husband... Well, I don't know if they're married. But her, her um, boyfriend, father of her child... Jesse Plemons is also nominated. They were both nominated in the same film, 
the Power of the Dog. Have not seen that. Heard good things. Um, they actually play a couple in the film, but yeah, they they found out together when they were in bed uh, with their kids, and yeah, so I was just really laid back, learning that you're nominated for an Oscar, and that was kind of a cool story. Um, and that's it's a rare thing for you know uh, couples to be nominated at the same time like that. Uh, Spielberg, you got nominated for best director, West Side Story. I uh, did not see West Side Story. Anybody here seen that film? No. I seen oh, it. who was it that said they saw it and they liked it? I can't remember. I mean, it's obviously a, it's a remake from the 60s one. It was also nominated for Best Picture this time around. So it probably, it could be another Star is Born. You know, Star is Born was great, the, the uh, Bradley Cooper one. But man, didn't really get any awards except the song. Of course, that's not surprising. So I don't know if, I kind of think that one will get snubbed quite a bit. But yeah, I've seen out of the best pictures I've seen Don't Look Up. I recommend seeing that. It's on Netflix. I thought that was really solid film. Kind of depressing, you know, because if, if if you see it, it really makes you feel like, you know, yeah, that's the world we live in. That's how this film would probably be <laughs> accurate on. Um, Dune. Steve, I know you've seen Dune. I got nominated. Uh, great visuals. Uh, it's only the first part of two, I believe. 12 nominations or wait 10 Ooh, 10, 10 nominations hey, no no best director though isn't that kind of shitty which is complete <laughs> bullshit but that's what whatever. Josh Brolin said fucking dumb I think he said <laughs> yeah yeah no that makes sense because it's like okay wait a minute uh but uh yeah I remember back in 98 okay I saw private saving private Ryan love that film that is like the best war film to me uh Shakespeare in love same year so Spielberg gets the best director and then the best picture comes, and it's Shakespeare in Love. And that, that was when I was like, wait a minute. How does a I, – I get it more now, but back then I was like, wait a minute. How come the best director did not get the best picture as well? Like, what the hell? <laughs> I yeah, thought that it's, was it's shitty. Weird that there is no nomination for that, but yeah, I mean – It I is know about, I, I know it's up for best picture. I don't know that it'll get it, but I mean, yeah, score, cinematography, effects – I think this is going to take home a few. I think, uh, yeah, for production design, you got Dune, you got Nightmare Alley, and you got West Side Story, Macbeth, Power of the Dog. Yeah, I, that's a tough one. A Nightmare Alley, I want to see. That's on Hulu and HBO Max right now. Uh, great visuals. Uh, it's a Del Toro film. So I think that would probably win the production design. Dune is really close, though, in my book. So I, I thought everything in that film felt real and, you know, just everything was top notch. I, I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. Almost flawless. Yeah. Visual effects. You got Dune. You got Free Guy. No Time to Die. Shang Chi: The Legend of the Ten Rings. Spider Man: No Way Home. You know, a lot of people are bitching about Spider Man not getting Best Picture. I, I I loved Spider Man: No Way Home, but I don't think it deserves Best Picture. Um, unless you have a popular category, I guess. But what, what do you guys yeah. feel? Do you feel that should have got a nomination? I think we're. Still a long way off from superhero movies getting yeah best picture nominations. I need their own award it, shows. It seems like that's kind of a taboo. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like when they nominated Black Panther, I was like, that's a stretch to me. I'm sorry. I like Black Panther, but I I don't I didn't feel like it was a you know these best picture to me are more artsy films. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, but uh, I will say visual effects. That's a tough one for me. I who's seen Free Guy here? I thought that was really well done. Uh, the yeah. effects um yeah visual i mean it was like being in a being into in a video game like, yeah they did a good job you know i thought 
I thought that was good, but uh, I don't know. I mean, No Way Home, obviously, probably one of my mm-hmm. top ten favorite movies of all time. But sure, yeah, yeah. No Time to Die was was shot very well. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of playing, uh, picking favorites here. Uh, Megan, if anything comes to mind, let let me know. We've talked about Olivia uh, Spencer, right? Well, maybe we haven't here, but. Olivia Spence. Who's, or wait, you know, you know what? Coleman? I think I'm, I created the actress. Yeah, Olivia Coleman. <laughs> I was like, who's Olivia? Col- hey, Josh, <laughs> edit this out, okay? You had it right the whole time. Olivia Coleman got nominated. Yeah, uh, Megan, I tell us. Saw, yeah, I saw The Lost Daughter. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, that also has Dakota Johnson in it as well. Oh, nice. Um, I thought she did a phenomenal job in that, but she does a phenomenal job in everything that she's in. Yeah. And I think that's just because she's older and wiser and she understands her craft. There's something to be said about about that. Yes. Um, also, I don't know, and I'll have to go back and look, I don't know how Maggie Gyllenhaal is involved, but she was in all of the press. I don't know if she's the... Director. She didn't... She was the director? I think she okay. was, or writer. Um, but I thought writer I remembered... somebody. I just know She's something, she yeah. Thought, yeah. <laughs> if anyone um, wants to look that up, go for I, it. Was, I, I think uh, you, I, uh, Josh, you described her perfectly. She is something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she is involved in something. She is something. She's I don't something. know. <laughs> of all uh, the people Rachel! Wayne's desires, Maggie Gyllenhaal, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I would describe that film as more of an indie film, so I'm actually shocked that it even showed up, but happy that it showed up, because there's a lot to say about the craftsmanship of that film. Mm-hmm. Um there were times where I, I would I would approach it in the sense of suspenseful because I wasn't sure what the outcome would be or what would happen. And, sure. Um, it definitely was intriguing and kept kept you engaged. So. Uh, where where can we find Lost Daughter? Do you know? Is it on any well, streaming? On, it's on, yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, great. That's what's nice about this. You you can pretty much watch all of these without. You know, you can get a bundle at uh, Cinemark, I believe, for the best pictures. It's like 35 bucks, and you go throughout the week to see the films. I'm really tempted, but it is also nice that you can stay at home and see them. You know, I know we were talking about that earlier with The Matrix and stuff, so it's kind of like a, you know, double-edged sword there. But it is nice that, you know, the average person has a chance to see what's nominated out there. Uh, Encanto, I haven't seen yet. My kids love it. Uh, don't talk about Bruno as a thing. I have no freaking idea. Um, oh, yeah. anyone experienced Encanto? Great song, great, great song, song. Uh, amazing song. Yeah. Probably will win. Great song, I'm guessing. great movie. Um, yeah. nice. And I, I think have, that's on I've Disney only Plus. Seen it about like, yeah, I've only seen it about five different times. But that's because my daughter's obsessed with it. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Dad, no, you're watching Encanto? No, definitely. I definitely don't watch it on my own profile. <laughs> Yes, so night when I'm trying to sleep, you know, (laughs) dance to the song. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know anything about it. They actually played that at the daddy daughter dance we went to. I was surprised they played that song. Really? Not not bad. Not bad. Yeah, that's the Bruno song. Like, yeah, I haven't heard that a million fucking times. I I know I've heard it. My kids keep don't talk about Bruno. I think, and I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. So I have yet to see it, but. Uh, makeup and hairstyling coming to America got nominated, guys. Wow, I was uh, I had a double do double take on that one uh, for makeup, of course. That's a, that's a pity nomination. 
Yeah, I mean, yes, the makeup was was good on some people. Some was obvious. It was like, Jesus, really? But that's the only nomination it got. <laughs> Cruella, that's pretty good. Uh, Dune, makeup, not bad there. Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, hit and miss for me. Um, like I said, younger Tammy Faye was a lot better. When they got older, it, it got more jowls, and it just looked fake, in my opinion, uh, than the real person. Uh, they definitely got the makeup around the eyes, though. You know, they always capture that pretty well. House of Gucci. Uh, yeah, House of Gucci makeup. Mm, I don't think that's got a chance, to be honest. But there was really nobody done up big in that film. But, yeah, it looks... Um, that's pretty much all I've got. Kind of just, you know, pick things here and there. There's so much to, to go over otherwise. But, yeah, anything else before we move away from the Oscars? Should do another live stream or live chat on uh, Twitter. That was fun. That I think we did that two years ago. It's pretty fun. So, but yeah, hey, I'll tune in. Um, I hope it's better than last year. Last year was kind of really low key, and I it just didn't couldn't get into it. You know, there's no um, Seth Green or not Seth Green. What's his name? Seth Rogen. Woo, Seth Green. That's a woo. That was a that goes back. Wrong, wrong. I'm glad you brought Seth Rogen Uh, up, though. Bill's favorite person. Oh, shut it. Anyway. Um, um, Didn't he say something about the Oscars are dead or something like that? That's because he's got nothing nominated. I think he needs to shut up. He says a lot of things that literally nobody agrees with and nobody asks. (laughs) So, yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Well, I, yeah, um, some some Facebook comment was or when they shared that news, I, I put in the comments like, no, that's what they felt about Santa Inc. That was his big project he did for HBO max, which is like shitty reviewed, like just bad. No one watched it. It was stupid. So like he's, he's, he's talented, but yeah, a lot of hits and misses. And yeah, I think he's just kind of annoyed. He didn't get nominated or who or has ever been nominated. So I don't know. Um, or not, or maybe, maybe he just doesn't give uh, a shit. I don't know. Maybe he'll get nominated for playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> he gave him a heart, guys. He gave him a heart. A heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll be interesting. Donkey Kong is going to talk now, so all right. Right? He doesn't uh, talk, right? Uh, he doesn't... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Give me a joint. Ugh, so moving into trailers. Lightyear. I know, I don't think we've talked about this maybe ever, but obviously this is like, an origin story of the fictional astronaut who inspired the toys, you know, Toy Story. So this is like the real, the real guy in that universe, I guess. Uh, Chris Evans is voicing Buzz Lightyear. There's a lot of uproar about that when it first broke. You know, why not Tim Allen? But I get it. It's a different. Tim Allen's older now, and also uh, this is like a different character. Really, it's not the toy. So it's kind of like you know, in real life, when you see Robert Pattinson on screen as Batman, and then you see that toy in the Target, you push the button, it sounds nothing like him, just some That's generic. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Is like when have you ever heard a talking toy sound exactly like right? that? <laughs> they have to pay the actors. Yeah, I think this movie looks really good. Uh, effects wise, it's you know, it looks really fun, and it's you know, it's not going to be a Toy Story film. It's got, I think, it's got a little seriousness to it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was Pixar, impressed. Man. Yeah, it's Pixar. They can yeah. they can literally do no wrong. No, not really. Um, maybe with the Cars films, those kind of were. Uh, I like the first Cars, but after that, it was like, eh, what the hell is this shit? Like, where's yeah. the people? <laughs> where's the realism, guys? No, I'm kidding. 
Um, yeah, anyone else uh, seeing this trailer, impressed by it, looking forward to it? Um, you know, it, if it's successful, like, maybe they could explore the real Woody, I don't know, or any of these Toy Story <laughs> characters. He's a porn star somewhere, I don't That's know. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the uh, name right there. Woody. That's the name that the real the name. Woody. I'm exploring my Woody right now. <laughs> <laughs> the real Woody. Can we get Ron Jeremy? Oh, we can't. Shit. All right. Uh, yeah, cross that off. Dog is currently unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's aging too. Oh boy, he looks bad. Well, they won't call it Woody. What, what would they call it? They wouldn't call it Woody. Would they stick? Stick? I don't know. No, it doesn't matter what you say. No. It's all... Yeah. It's all Woody. It's all Woody. All Woody. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I think that would be kind of cool, like a Western, you know? Maybe so, he's a badass and, and it's called Spoiler Woody. Alert. He's, he's uh, know, based off of Woody Allen. What, what was it? Woody name? Allen doesn't look that cool. <laughs> was that one of his lines, I'm a real cowboy? So maybe it would be. <laughs> but even that doesn't sound right anymore. I yeah. got a snake in my boot. That sounds like that song, yeah, yeah. I Want to Be a Cowboy or something from the 80s. Or... Be a cowboy, yeah. maybe. That's the soundtrack right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. Maybe they will <laughs> explore more origins of the toys, like Mr. Potato Head, you know? Yes. Know. <laughs> the potato farmer. Potato yeah. He got picked on. I don't know. Um, Jurassic... He gets bitten by a radioactive potato. <laughs> <laughs> Worst power. <laughs> You're edible. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World 3, Dominion, I think that's... Oh my goodness. Yes, go ahead. That looks phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I'm still pissed about the little clone girl at the end of the... Oh man, that was weird. Oh, that was weird. I I had to. They're like me. They're alive. I'm like, (laughs) you're not alive. You're a clone. Shut up. You just doomed the entire world. Um... (laughs) No, the uh, the shot of the original three. Yeah, that's all I'm there for. Yep, sorry. Oh, man. Like, Jeff. You know hype yep. uh, episode seven would have gotten if they did that with Star Wars? No shit. Yes. Like, that's exactly what we wanted from Star Wars. Remember how badass that's Luke was? He ran away. Yeah. Yeah, he threw away his lightsaber. He's like, I didn't win it, Gil. And drank titty drink milk. Green. Yeah. I want to drink titty milk and pout. <laughs> Um, I started a band. Sorry, we're going off track. Yeah, uh, I mean, haven't we all at some point? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's it's okay. True. No, but you got Jeff Goldblum back, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern. Like, come on, that's that's awesome. First time they're all together again since the first film. Uh, Laura Dern, Sam Neill were in the third film. Jeff Goldblum in the second film. So this is the first time they're all back. Uh, Jeff Goldblum had a. Had a part in the last film, which made no sense. Kind of stupid. Um, he just talks a little bit, and that's about it. In, in a court um, court setting, about should dinosaurs you know, uh, live and shit. Life, uh, finds a way. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yes. No, this looks fun. This looks fun. It does. I like how you know. And uh, no talking velociraptors in this one. So. <laughs> well, that was a dream, though. To be fair, that was a dream. So. Uh, that was a nightmare. I thought three was better than two, but yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I did, I did, but I know, I know, I know. But the whole world uh, series is br- pretty much a remake of the originals, if you think about it. Not to give away the last film, but dinosaurs got loose in in our our backyard, pretty much. Um, so it is cool to see the 
you know, the horseback riding with the dinosaurs and stuff. Like, you know, can humanity and dinosaurs like share this world? You know, I don't know how many, what the time frame is from the last film, but uh, the second one was odd. Like, there basically was, um, was it Ian Malcolm created the whole? No, I'm sorry, that's Jeff Goldblum's character. Who who's the guy, the white? White uniform with the hat who created Jurassic Park. I forgot. Uh, his... John Hammond. Okay. Now, I don't want to give the last one away, but you had another. John Hammond apparently had another friend. They both went in on this park and they dressed the same, which is fucking weird. But I don't know. <laughs> the third one basically uh, kind of it's kind of like the No Way Home. You accept all the shitty things that didn't make sense or just didn't play out. So yeah. I, this is a nice refresh from the last film, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see them all back. Uh, you got a lot of callbacks in the imagery. You got Laura Dern taking her glasses off like Sam Neill did in the original. They they meet up again. They obviously aren't together. So, you know, Jurassic World 3, she or <laughs> Park 3, sorry. She had a family. They, they broke up and he was just kind of the uncle that shows up or something. I don't know. <laughs> The uncle she used to sleep with. Anyway, uh, Chris Pratt's back. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I think this will be nice. I kind of hope this is it. I don't know where, where else you could go. Dinosaurs in space, maybe. I don't know. but um, uh, Jurassic World and uh, Fast and the Furious crossovers. Vin Diesel well, riding. We're it. already starting to bring them into the real world. And, and uh, so that's where... Fast and the Furious or this? No, uh, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Yes. Well, um, it is scary. In real life, they are talking about this. more realistic than the Fast and the Furious. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. Steve, they went to space in the last one. It's realistic. With duct tape. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and a Honda duct Civic or whatever the fuck gloves. <laughs> kitchen gloves. Oh, oh, God. Ugh. That uh, needs to die. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, everyone else, what did you think about this trailer? Are you, um, are you a big fan? Are you going to come back for this? Do you care? I don't know. I'll watch it. I, I just, you know, it's it's not cinematic brilliance. <laughs> the first one was really good, I thought, but yeah, that's the first one with Chris Pratt was excellent. But I, I feel like they had to bring these guys back to complete the trilogy, but mm-hmm. then also to keep the fans coming back because I mean, I kind of feel like with the last movie that they did, it was just kind of like, okay, now we're done. Yeah, we're good. Right, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm done after this pretty much. <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know. I it's gonna be the thing I'm worried about is that it's gonna ride too much on the nostalgia yep. factor, and I really hope that's not the case. I hope it's a good movie. Right, um, people are catching on be, to that. Yeah, it's gonna be you know popcorn fare for the most part. I'm sure, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, hopefully it's got some heart in it, and I, I think it'll be a nice ending. I hope I, I definitely see it for those characters alone. I, I'm really excited about that. So Goldblum has to has to say life finds. He already life. has, didn't he? Didn't he see it, say it in the last one, uh, Bill? I can't remember. I don't remember if he, he said probably it in the didn't last one or not. Hey, uh, that or the shirt, the shirt off scene with him just lounging, yes. right? There you go. There yes. needs to be a shirt off scene with him lounging. <laughs> For no reason. Oh, it's hot yes, in here. Yes. <laughs> like we pick up and that's what he's just doing. And he's like, oh, hey, 
He's, he's still on that table. <laughs> he's posing for a cover for his new book. He's like, oh, I didn't see you come in. Excuse me. I don't know if you heard me, but I was doing a thousand reps there. <laughs> oh, no, that's that looks looks good. looks good. We'll see what happens. But um, cologne yeah. is made with real bits of velociraptor. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. Okay, how how excited were you though to see the uh, the one dinosaur that spits like in the preview? <laughs> oh, I know. How, the Dil- like they, the they kept Woody. that one. Yes, they've kept that one completely out of the whole series except for the first movie, and now they're bringing it back. And I'm like, finally, finally, they're bringing it back. What if they bring Wayne Knight back? He's all robotic and if shit. If he spits in the face of uh, Dennis Nedry's son or something like that, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. shit. And then somebody walks by and says, see, nobody cares. <laughs> and Mitch, it sounds like that spinning dinosaur was a core memory for you. Oh, it was, yes. That was scary shit. Mitch those... in the face. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch prefers uh, dinosaurs that spit. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's exclusive. It's like, it's like those spitting cobras. That plan was never going to work in that movie. That uh... His big big yeah. son trying to get off that island with the shaving cream and God, what was the name of those things in the movie? The shaving cream? Oh, I don't know. Spitfire. Dinosaur. It what? wasn't a real dinosaur, no, you're right. Oh, is, it's not? It? No. Oh. No. I did not know that. I learned something. It's today. a variation of a dinosaur. They never <laughs> like it never had a neck. That was all done just for theatrical purposes to kill Wayne Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Jimmy Fallon back in this one. He'll do another dinosaur tutorial for us. There you go. So why didn't we get Why didn't we get Sam Jackson? In the book, you know? he lived. It, well, in the book, he in lived. In the book, he does live, right? Yes, he has a robotic he arm right. for reals. Yeah. yeah. He just had. He just I, lost I just his arm. Hear him, I just one time. I just wanted to hear him say, "God damn it! I hate this egg of crap." <laughs> no, he'll just say, hold on to your butts. That's all he'll oh, say. Oh, yeah, hold on to your butts. I'm like... tired of these motherfucking dinosaurs on my motherfucking planes. Well, we never saw a body in the original Jurassic Park, and in the book, That's yes, true. he does live. So right now, who who all here thinks maybe he'll come into this movie somehow? <laughs> I, You know, we only see his arm. Right. Maybe he escaped, and, you know. Maybe he'll be a clone. He's got a Winter Soldier arm. There you go. Yeah. Maybe, bitch yeah. slap the dinosaurs. Maybe he has a twin. Yes. His twin's just stupid enough to, to start working again for yeah. <laughs> pressing yeah. He's just going to do a walk-by oh, cute, you know, cameo. He's, he dressed like Nick Fury. He's like, he's going to the other set. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll help out a little bit. Badass. Wouldn't it be funny if they did like a best of or something like that? Like all the people that passed away, kind of like in the Oscars, though, but for this movie, they, uh, they yeah. do like a RIP segment. Yeah, yeah, might be out there. I will remember you playing in the background. <laughs> the live version. Yeah. Oh God. Um. All right. So, two more and we're done. So, uh, DC released some uh like a big teaser for their upcoming films: The Flash, Black Adam. Uh, not sure what else there was in there. The Batman, obviously, I think was shown in there. So we got a glimpse of the new Flash costume, even more. He's got red lenses for speed. Looks pretty, pretty badass. Uh, Keaton, Wayne, Batman talking to Barry. Um, Black Adam, we got to see 
Dwayne Johnson in his suit. Um, I thought he looked pretty badass. Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. I'm excited about him getting a part like that. Uh, you know, he was one of my favorite James Bonds, and I think he's a real talent. And then um, Aldous Hodge as Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman. So that reveal was really badass. Uh, who, who, you know, ever here saw these, saw this teaser? What do you think about everything? I love that DC is going comic accurate with their characters. Yeah, it's pretty faithful. I mean, not Finally. not going, but maintaining. Well, Hawkman, man, that's just boom. Right. That looks just like Hawkman looks dead on. Yeah, that looks pretty good. That looks awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for Doctor Fate to be in it. That's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Black Adam would be interesting because he's mostly a villain, isn't he? Because I think The Rock is making him an anti-villain. You know, uh, yeah, he doesn't want to play like a bad that. guy. A lot, which a lot of people are like pointing it out when he first announced his project like five years ago. <laughs> you know, like, well, does he know well, it's not a guy. yeah? So they'll make him kind of a good guy, I guess. But um, yeah, anyone else here see the teaser? What do you think of it, uh, Flash? The costume looks pretty good. Don't see a lot of it, but it looks a lot of CG in there, so I'm kind of nervous yeah, about that. Yeah, but that, that Flash uh, costume is exactly what it is on Flashpoint Paradox. True. It's, yep. I mean, it's, and I'll probably dead on. tweak it up a little bit, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't remember him having goggles or uh, no. eye things that come down. I do like it, but I don't know what... I don't know if in the comics you ever had that. Steve, would no. you know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whoever's read the comics... Yeah, no. No, so brand new. He did have uh <laughs> Ray Band goggles in Batman versus Superman. Oh, did he? Like that little thing where he popped up. Oh like yeah, yeah. Head. Yeah, the apocalypse type of uh outfit he had, the robotic Yeah, yep. that, that was yep. more like flight right. goggles or something like that though. Those weren't really Right, kind of like an Iron Man but... type of suit, yeah. I mean yeah, it looks good. Black Adam looks pretty pretty solid. I think eventually he's gonna cross over with Shazam. Uh, that should be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I think the future looks pretty great, honestly, for DC. Uh, I don't know if they're going to try and erase the Snyder. A lot of people want the Snyder verse brought back. I think that's a you know, it's a big stretch, but maybe I have no idea what they're going for. But yeah, definitely more comic accurate. I like what I'm seeing, and it looks like they're more they're pushing it more than MCU does. So I think that's, that gives them another advantage. You know, I don't want to put them against each other, but you know, people, you know, bitch and complain, you know, what, what sucks is uh Steven Soderbergh lately director, Steven Soderbergh, he's done uh oceans 11, those films and many more, of course, that were really good. Uh, he was saying, Oh, well, you know, the problem with all these superhero films, there's not a lot of sex in them, but he clearly has been watching the Marvel ones. Cause you've seen the Snyder ones, like, there's sex in them, you know. Uh, Wayne wakes up with a girl in his bed, and Superman in the tub with Lois. Like, clearly he's not watching the other ones, but you know, you get that slew of directors and other creative types bitching about superhero films, basically blaming the box office returns off their films on on them and all that. But um, yeah, looks looks great. Hope hope they keep up the success there, and I think DC's got a lot of things special. Um, Moving into uh, checkouts and recommendations. I've said this before. Peacemaker, HBO Max, you got to see it. One more episode, Bill. So after next Thursday, maybe sign up for a month, uh, HBO, and, and binge them because uh, you'll enjoy yeah. them. They're very good. You'll love them. You'll love them. But everyone here needs to see Peacemaker. Um, 
I don't get paid by them at all. Peacemaker <laughs> HBO Max. Um, yeah, Pam, I do want to see that one. It's good, Mitch. Uh, you'll love it. I think everyone here will love it. It's it's got dark humor. It's like it it pushes it, man. It's not a kid's <laughs> show at all. Yeah, action's great for it being a TV show. It's really really good and. Yeah, um, John Cena is really, I think, really becoming a better actor show by show. Like, I've been really impressed with his work ever since. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember the film that really turned me around a little bit with him. I mean, he's been in Bumblebee. I thought he was pretty good in that. A little, little wooden in some spots. But, um, oh, Blockers. I think that's that movie called. He played a parent, and they all found out their kids were trying to lose their virginities on prom night. So they had to go and try and intercept yeah. and uh I, I thought that was pretty funny i he really yeah he's got some comedic chops there um yeah definitely check that out pam and tommy that debuted um i think two weeks ago it debuted with three episodes on hulu fourth episode just came out i think they come out every tuesday or thursday maybe megan uh you've seen the show right so 216 would be episode five and okay. then 223 is episode um, six. Is that the ep- last episode then? Six? Um, I, I I'm guess guessing. so. There's yeah. one after that. I honestly thought it was a movie when it first uh, was premiering. was surprised to see it was epi- so episodic. I. But it's I, – I really enjoy it. Sebastian Stan plays Tommy Lee, Lily James, Pamela Anderson. She looks just like her. It's crazy. Uh, a lot of, I guess, makeup and contacts and stuff. But man, she uh, prosthetics. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that too. But she yep. she should definitely get nominated for something. Um, I don't know if this could be considered. Well, it's too late for Oscars, but I don't know it, the whole streaming thing. It's it's weird. It'll probably be like a an Emmy or something. But she got she has to get nominated. She really steals a show with her performance. I mean, it's like Pam Anderson's on the screen. It's really it's kind of scary. You mean performances? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure that too. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen the first two episodes or so, but uh that yeah, Stan uh, Sebastian Stan does a pretty decent job. You know, he doesn't look quite like Tommy Lee, but it's it's fine. He's forgivable. Uh Seth Rogen, um hey, he's a pretty good actor. He can be. Uh he plays the the scrutal carpenter who leaks the tape. So you get to you get more of the story. I really never knew much about the story behind all, everything because a lot of people thought they actually released the tape themselves. Um, but you definitely understand why this carpenter did what he did if this is all how it went down. At least from the episodes I've seen, Tommy Lee comes off as a huge dick. Um, well, I guess both ways, right? Um, they say. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> apparently they married each other just after knowing each other for 96 hours, so... Um, yeah, I can't remember how long they lasted as a couple, but they had a couple kids. Um, but yeah, great show. A lot of good stars in it. Definitely check it out. It's on Hulu. Uh, any other checkouts, recommendations you guys have, you know, things you've seen, you don't want to recommend, but you just think about, Hey, I'll just talk about it. Yeah. There's a, uh, series on YouTube right now. It's by a YouTuber called Kane pixels. Um, it's a found footage horror series Ooh. based off of the back rooms. Nice. Um, so the back rooms, basically, to give you kind of some context to it, it's like if we if we basically no clipped out of reality and found ourselves in like this kind of like back area of the world, mm-hmm. where like you know reality is kind of skewed and nothing really exists or 
whatever and there's constantly something hunting you then that's kind of like what the the premise is of, of this show is um it's kind of just like little clips you know maybe like um six seven minutes per episode or whatever but it's uh it's pretty cool it's really well done and um i'm looking forward to seeing more of it so it's pretty that's my recommendation um for anybody who likes found footage horror it's pretty cool nice yeah a little blur witch project if you don't like that i guess but i did (laughs) yeah it's kind of a little more analog horror it's not just like a one-off it's pretty well i think it's pretty well produced so nice like that yeah yeah anyone else here anything yeah um righteous gemstones i don't know if anybody's ever seen that i've been wanting to see that yeah season two uh dropped uh, not too long ago so Allie and i have been watching that um man what a show uh john goodman uh this season two is i mean i know that it's it's kind of a kooky one-off show but it's absolutely hilarious and season two is even better did you expect a season two like after the oh yeah yeah okay so yeah because i mean they were basically um season one came out then covid hit then they took a hiatus and then they just released season two nice Uh, so they had a couple years uh to work on things and it's man it that did not soggy the show whatsoever it's even better awesome yeah they probably had more time to to really craft the script more and danny mcbride danny mcbride really has a lot of hit shows out there right like vice principles i haven't seen that but that's supposed to be really good um there's also a few other ones. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, the Eastbound and Down is one for sure. I, I haven't yeah, seen that, but that, that was his like first show. I have a recommendation. I don't know if you guys talked about it already. So it's the new uh, Kristen Bell film, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Oh, I've heard some controversy on that one. Okay, go. Yeah, yeah. It's a spoof film. Oh, okay. On another film that Amy or Amy Adams was in, but it's, it's amazing. Okay, yeah, I thought that sounded familiar. The title, yeah, it's like a long, yeah. Because what's funny is a lot of people bitched about the the length of the title, but yeah, if it's a spoof film, it makes total sense. Um, yeah, it's yeah, like it's really good. There's a real raunchy sex scene, isn't there? Like a lot of people oh, were yeah. uh, uproar about. Oh like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, you would when you thought it couldn't get any worse, it just kept going. So oh yeah. boy. Uh, that's Netflix, right? Yeah, but it's really funny. I mean, yep. I feel like I'm the humor has to be just right, but it sure. made me chuckle at times. Cool. There are some lines in there that I use to this day. So <laughs> nice. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and the gemstones is on HBO Max as well, correct, Mitch? Yep. Awesome. Steve, you got any recommendations? I don't really. I haven't uh this has been busy at work, so I don't sure. haven't really been watching or reading anything. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, your FBI is getting a spinoff, I think. So there's something there. It's a yeah, that's a good show. I'm liking it. We still watch it. Nice, excellent. Well, yeah, that's pretty much all we have. Let's plug things before we leave here. Uh, Bill, want to start? Steve, you might have to, you know, put your voice in here a little bit. <laughs> five one five gaming. There we go. All right. Um, Yeah, I just finished up uh, Amnesia, The Dark Descent. It's a psychological horror game that kind of tricks you into scaring yourself. Um, 
final episode just went up last week. Um, I legitimately scream and scare the shit out of my rabbit. So <laughs> it's a good watch. Um, yeah, not really, really sure where I'm going from here, but uh, got some good things coming down the pipeline. So nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash 515gaming or look up 515gaming on YouTube. Um, it's the one with the parentheses around the 515 because I'm cool like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've got some got some other... Uh, I know I've been saying this for a while, but I tried using OBS. Didn't really work out for me too well. I found another video editing software I'm going to play around with, so we'll see how that works out. Nice. Um, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, yeah, check out Field of Geeks, fieldofgeeks.com. Anywhere you uh, get your podcast from, we're most likely there. YouTube as well. Yeah, check us out. We're on Audible now. Yeah, we're everywhere, man. We're everywhere. Yes, yes. You can listen to us read books. Yeah. No, we, we don't do that, but maybe someday. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, check us out. And, uh, yeah, Steve, please plug your blog. I know it's probably been some time, but you were going to release something controversial, so... Yeah, and it's done. I just need to publish it. So, okay. Well, good. I look um, forward to it. I just need to get off my lazy ass. Um, oh, we all so do. Yeah, stevescomicblog.com. Great. As your manager, you have until midnight tonight, or I'm sacking you. Consider it done. <laughs> <laughs> no 50 million contract for you. Yes. So. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this is fun. Uh, full show, full, full group. It's fantastic. Thanks for... Uh, making the time and of course yeah we'll be back next time i'm josh i am mitch <laughs> i am bill <laughs> i am steve i'm a uh andy's mint donut <laughs> <laughs> all right and woody <laughs> take I care woody. everyone see ya bye bye, bye.